And we are live. Bravo. How are you? Uh, actually, I've never been live on YouTube before, so that I've always been on the other end where I've you know gone into their live streams and given some comments here and there and done some stuff, but this is this is new for us since we're a podcast. Technically, <laughs> Well, technically we are, and technically this will be recorded, and we'll go ahead and get this uh, up as a podcast. So, you know, we wanted to do this tonight, you know, a little something a little off the cuff, because it's hard out there, man. It's just it's just hard. It's well, Wednesday. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Tiring. It's exhausting, tiring, who knows, right? I mean, that's that's kind of why <sighs> that's why we're doing this. We want to just talk about what's going on. You know, we're two average guys, and two average Americans. We're patriots. Uh, we decided to do a podcast. When did we start this? Two weeks ago? I don't know. Three weeks ago, maybe. I don't know. Three don't weeks know. ago? Ten videos um, ago. Ten videos ago. And we actually have a small following. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, no no offense to YouTube, but uh, we're on Rumble. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and, we have, and we have one person watching the live stream. I, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, we're watching our own podcast. Oh. Interesting. And they went this, away. And they went away. Okay, that's fine. All right. Good night. Bye. Anyhow, I, I'm a little fired up. I'm a little fired up, Bravo. And and let me tell you why I'm fired up. Mm -hmm. The more I sit there and reflect on Tucker Carlson's interview with Bobolinsky, mm -hmm. and the more I watched tonight, the more disgusted I am. I I was not only was I shocked while I was watching, uh, he's a past lieutenant in the Navy, served our country with honor. He yep. was in the intelligence portion, and he was uh, he's an he's actual... A he was a nuclear He was a nuclear nu officer. He was a nuclear, nuclear officer? Uh, he wasn't yeah. intelligence. I'm sorry, my mistake. I thought it was something else. Anyway, um, and he has, you know, level clearance, and he was actually able to uh, go ahead and uh, he was sought after by uh, uh, Hunter Biden, and uh, and Hunter Biden's family to be the CEO of this of his company. Well, so. Bob Alinsky was also an accomplished international businessman, um, mm -hmm. smart guy, yeah, uh, independently wealthy, knows his stuff, and mm -hmm. that's why they sought him out. And he was like buddy buddy, and and this guy gets involved with something, and the more he gets involved with it, the more disgusted he becomes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is nobody paying attention to this story? I, I would actually go as far as no one's paying attention to the story because you have a large group of those who are responsible to get the word out, to, to uh, make sure that the, it's reported, are suppressing it on purpose. I think they're all complicit and they're all involved in a way. And mm -hmm. it's really disgusting. You know, you look at all this money mm -hmm. that the Bidens made over the years uh, through there. The more, the more I hear you, we always knew we always had a, we had a hunch that mm -hmm. something wasn't right. Right. Yep. And, and now we, we absolutely know that uh, something's wrong. Right. To the tune of, Millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars or more. And those who we trusted to do the job of making, you know, doing the office, like uh, Joe Biden, who was supposed to be the vice president. Yeah, he just sold his office. That's sold his office had. for the highest bidder. And he, how long is it? Did. How long has it been going on? Probably a long time. 
Long time. Long time. And I wonder why he dropped out of the 2016 race. <laughs> you know, yeah, it wasn't probably. ready yet. Or yeah. it was Hillary's turn, right? Well, maybe it was. You know, I'm, I'm afraid of Hillary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the long and the short of it is this. I mean, this guy's got gazillions of dollars stashed away from all these illicit deals. His kids got gazillions of dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. And and this Bobolinsky guy is like, yeah, I can show you where all the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. And he does it, essentially. Right. And <laughs> Joe Biden's filed, you know, put put his tax record. He has put his tax, rec- tax records out there. Where's the money, Joe? Can't find it. Ooh, can't Where'd find it, it. Where'd it go? I don't know. So say you did a job for somebody there, Bravo, and mm-hmm. they 1099 for a couple of grand, right? Mm-hmm. And you forgot about it. And I've done it. You've mm-hmm. done it. We've all yep. done it. Um, yep. And you file your taxes and they're a little late on the draw, getting the 1099 in or something like that. And you forget about it or whatever. Something happens. You make a you make a minor mistake, an honest mistake. What does the IRS do? Oh, they they pound on. They give you by mail. They don't call you on the phone. Right. They don't send you an email, but they, nope. they send you a letter, yep. and they say you owe this much. Correct. With penalties and this, if you feel that you're being uh, wrongly treated or you feel that this is an error, please provide receipts and all kinds of things uh, to the IRS office and we will review your case when we feel like it. Right. <laughs> and how do I know this is because I've had audits before where they, they, it's scary to see them say you owe this much money. And it was a mistake on, on my part because I'm, I'm not an accountant. I like to play right. one on TV. Right. Right. Uh, but they, they don't let you, they don't leave you alone. And, <laughs> You know. No, they don't leave you alone. And and the point is this. The point is just this. If you or I had tried to hide even two thousand mm-hmm. dollars, we could get hung out to dry, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got these people mm-hmm. hiding tens of millions of dollars. Where where do they put it? In their sock drawer? <laughs> I have no idea. I have, I have no idea where they do it. They yeah. were they were they were looting the Ukraine and China and mm-hmm. and all of these countries, and just using their name, not because they had any special skill, right? Mm-hmm. It was just all an influence peddling campaign. And you have a man running for president that is absolutely corrupted, right? And and beholden to these uh, quote stakeholders. Well, China's a stakeholder, which I. Right. Can't really say, but they're beholden to these stakeholders and must, you know, and now it makes sense if you think, if you look at it retrospectively, you go backwards in time and you say, why are they saying China is such a great place? Why are they saying that China belongs on the world stage? How come they're, they're allowed to get away with, quote, you know, stealing our secrets and taking all kinds of money from, you know, our jobs um, and, and all kinds of favorable uh, nation status, and now it's all clear because because it was were, a setup. It was a setup, or they were paid. They were, you know, they they found the weakest link, the most uh, uh, the person with the less uh, uh, moral code, and no scruples whatsoever. And they tapped him on the shoulder, and said, "I have millions of dollars for you. We can use your son as a uh, as a donkey." 
literally, <laughs> to carry that money into the family. And what do you have? Now you have uh, a, a, a corrupt uh, uh, vice president who also just basically took all the money, and, you know, and it was he was taken care of. He was the godfather in this whole thing. Oh, and yeah. And there you have it. He's a bought bitch. Yeah, pretty much. He's a bought bitch. He's he's corrupted. Mm -hmm. uh, the Chinese own him, mm -hmm. and it's a really big problem. The Chinese own him. The Ukrainians own him. The Romanians own him. Everybody owns him. And they and they have him dead to rights. I mean, Bobulinski goes on on Tucker's show last night, which I watched, was totally amazing. If anyone hasn't had a chance to see it, please go on to YouTube and find it. It's all over the place, and watch the interview. Uh, what does this guy? What does this gentleman have to lose? Everything, but he has honor. He has a moral code, and what does he do? He gets on. He goes out there and says, "I gave them a chance to come clean." They're dragging my name through the mud. Huh. I've had it. This is not the way it's going to be. Huh. And I'm setting the record straight. Well, it's even better than that. How's that, Al? Adam Schiff comes out and says, oh, he's just a tool of Russia and it's Russian disinformation. And the only reason why this guy blew the whole thing up was Adam Schiff. Amazing. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? If you don't retract your statement by nine o'clock on Sunday night, Monday morning, I'm blowing everything open. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a document dump. Oh yeah. He blew him off. Well, guess what? He did it. Mm -hmm. He really oh, he did, did it. it. Right. He really did it. Good for him. Yeah. Good for you. And not only that, if you think about uh, Schiff and Pelosi and all these people that were trying to, to put the president down uh, because you know, it was amazing how this has come out. And people are saying, well, it's so close to the election. Don't you think maybe that it was, it's a bad, oh, no, 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 no. It, it, it's, it was, it was meant to be, to come out this way, um, to, to show the people, because again, the press is not doing their job. There's only a few outlets that really are doing their job. And what, what ends up happening is the truth comes out. The truth shall set you free, and the press can't stop it. Despite Twitter trying to throttle, uh, the, and, and there was a couple of newspapers, New York Post being one of them, yep. that put this article out there, showed the emails. You got Project Veritas out there oh, doing, they did doing yeoman's work. Oh, yeah, and hold that thought, because that's that's that goes along with the other narrative of voter fraud. Um, but looking at looking at the New York Post and how all these emails came out, what ends up happening? We have a, uh, a a story dead to rights, and if it was you or me, Alpha, we would be carried out with handcuffs on, arrested, perp walked, thrown in jail. And I just, uh, you know, and, and and the press is still saying that Biden's ahead in the polls. Explain that one to me, Alpha. Bravo, I don't get it. Bravo! It goes back to what I was saying before. Try to cheat $2,000 on your taxes by no fault of your own and watch how much trouble you get into. These people are elected to the highest offices in the land, and they're looting this country and selling all of the influence that they can they can get their hands on. Mm -hmm. It's insanity. It is just crazy. Uh, so, what, and it's, it's something else that it's just... People, if, if you if you were to think about if if uh, 
people could people turn on the TV or they choose to watch whatever they're going to watch and they're not they're not really looking for that inside information. They're not looking for the the truth or critically thinking. I think critical thinking is something that is not taught in school on purpose because you don't want people to question. I, I think that's that's one of the other issues. Um, but they do not um, seek out the you know different points of view. And what ends up happening is you have you have channels like CNN, MSNBC. You get into these echo chambers. And some of the things that we've been doing on the uh, Signal 50 podcast is we look for the hard truth. And we, you and I have spent quite a lot of time. Uh, we, wa- we went to the other side that I call the dark side. We looked at um, Antifa and their manifesto. We listened to their podcast. My, my jaw fell to the ground. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. And it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a purposeful uh, uh, attempt to take down the United States of America. And people are going to call us conspiracy theorists. I get it. But it's the truth. And that's the way it goes. So It's insanity what's going yep. on right now. It's just absolutely insanity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can't. I can't. Jack Dorsey. Oh, Ted Cruz lit him up. It was great. I don't oh, know if anyone it, saw that video. That was awesome. Oh, it, well, it was terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. What well, I, I thought it was done. good from Ted Cruz's point of view to hold him to account and watching that uh, uh, greedy SOB uh, who's carrying the water for someone or someone's paying his bills because he's made a lot of money on that Twitter thing. Um, and he, he basically uh, is... Uh, beholden to them because he wouldn't have pulled this stuff if he had a moral co- compass or he wasn't being uh, like a puppet manhandled like a puppet. I think that's, I think that's another aspect of this. It's insane mm-hmm. what they're doing. So um, in terms of, well, if you were to ask yourself alpha, what, what, uh, what did you, you know, I went to, uh, I went to vote today. Um, and it, you know, in the area I'm in, uh, just for, just for our listeners, again, we, we don't show our faces because we would be, uh, canceled in a heartbeat. Uh, we provide for our families. Um, we are average Americans who really care about the constitution and we do not, we can't show our faces because I'd be fired from my job. Um, well, I, I would have some problems yeah. too, but, right. uh, probably lesser to a lesser extent than you, but, uh. Yeah, but in terms of in terms of where we work, what we do, uh, we have a pretty extensive background uh, in business and uh, and healthcare, uh, respectively. Right. So, uh, now, in terms of in terms of where we fall uh, in this in this situation, I, I went to vote today. Uh, it was kind of rainy out. Uh, I can tell you, literally, the line went around the corner, around the block. It was an hour and a half. It has enough time. I had enough time to listen to Dan Bongino's show. <laughs> well, thank God for Dan. <laughs> so, well, 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 you know, that was interesting. What was the sensation you're getting from the people in line that you might have been talking to? I mean, I didn't the... really talk to anyone because we all, you know, the, we're, we're in the, we're in, I'm in a blue state, not to give it away, but I'm in, I'm in a blue state and uh, all wearing masks and the security guards walking up and down the line. You will wear your mask. No, you know, that kind of thing. 
Uh, we're all six feet apart. No one's really looking very friendly. Um, you know, it, it really wasn't, you know, it was everyone's waiting in this line. It was kind of miserable outside. Um, but um, it, the, I've never seen a line that long for, for a polling place like this. And again, it's early voting where I am. Um, and when I got up to the, uh, to the, to the end of the line, I don't know if anyone's been to Disney world or anything, but uh-huh. it, it's like getting to the end of the line, the end of the queue and you're there and you, you, you sign in. I actually showed my license in my areas, you know, there's certain States you don't have to do that. I still do it anyway. I said, this is me. Um, sign the, sign the, uh, iPad, got uh-huh. my ballot. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's amazing. They printed the ballot and I was like, is this a legit, <laughs> but they did. They printed the ballot. I go and fill it out. I went right down the line, uh, right, you know, right in the same column, Republican, right from mm-hmm. the beginning to the end. And the greatest thing of this whole thing was I didn't drop it into a ballot box. I put it into a machine, and I saw it on the screen. It said, ballot counted, you know, accepted. I knew that my, my vote was official. No one else was manhandling it. It's in the machine. It's been counted. I feel good about what's going on, and I've done my civil duty. Remember to take 10 people with you to the polls. Well, what I did was I had to vote uh, absentee, or, yeah, I had to vote absentee. I'm not going to be here on Election Day. I'm travel. I'm on travel uh, for business. I'll actually be uh, in the South here. But uh, regardless of that, um, mm-hmm. I got an email saying my vote had been counted as well. So... I'm so, okay with it. So yeah. the whole thing about fraud, and just this kind of leads into to fraud, Alpha. I just wanted to bring this up quickly. Um, the way you combat the mail fraud, the way you combat uh, all these things that are going on with us, is you show up, bring all, your, bring ten friends with you and family members, and you vote in person, and you make sure that that thing gets accepted. And I'm sorry, what were you going to say, sir? Nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think the voter fraud is going to be just uh, it's going to be epic. Um, and, and, and you know what? I got to be honest with you. They pulled the same uh, BS last time. Uh, there was a lot of voter fraud, especially in Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia area. It didn't make any difference. Are you talking about 2018 or 2018 was bad? 2016 was was bad, too. It's not going to make a damn bit of difference. I I can't believe any of the polls. I'm, I'm having a really hard time believing that Joe Biden is ahead in any poll. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Hmm. Can't believe it. Nope. The, the, the excitement is, is off the charts for Donald Trump in, in mm-hmm. this go round and we'll have to see how it goes. You know, I'm, I'm really heated up mm-hmm. and, and I'll tell you why I'm really heated up too. This, this, this shooting in Philadelphia is really pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm really upset that somebody died. I mean, damn, nobody deserves to die. No, but when you come at him with a knife, you come at two cops with a knife in your hand, you're going to get your ass lit up mm-hmm. just the way it goes. Now let's burn down the city for justice. Now, I guess that makes it okay to go after cops with deadly force. It's not okay. Stop it. Hmm. It's not okay. Right. If somebody comes at you with their within 21 feet of you with a knife in their hand and they intend to do you harm, you're in deep crap. Deep crap. It's going to happen really fast, and knives are horrible. I got news for you. That guy, I hate to say it, didn't deserve to die. Nobody deserves to die. Those cops didn't deserve to be attacked. They had to do what they had to do. What about what about uh, the days 
we're a little bit older. Um, we we were in elementary school. We're lifelong friends. We've been in school yep. together. Um, and there was a time time when the police uh, we were taught that you know police were officer friendly and you you res- be respectful and if they tell you to do something, uh, then you do it. Right. I'm not sure, and I don't. I do not subscribe to. Why? And, and let me rephrase that. So I don't subscribe to this um, uh, social justice nonsense, and I do not subscribe uh, to uh, this uh, um, systemic racism uh, theory. Oh. And, oh, and and just just as a, a clarification, it seems that it's someone's telling these young young black kids, white kids, to fight the man, and next thing you know. They're not being respectful, and they're not being uh, and not following directions, and um, they're they think that they're uh, they can do these things like threaten them, and tell them off, and use foul language, and uh, be uh, and do it with impunity. Let me tell you something: they're getting bad advice, bad teaching, <laughs> and it's not right. Well, it's not right. Um, it's really a problem. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Look, when, when I was a kid, my dad had a talk with me, uh, mm-hmm. when I started driving and we had the talk in school from driver's ed teachers and from other teachers. And we had the cops come into school and they were, you know, they were a part of our lives when we were younger, mm-hmm. uh, lived in a smaller size city and we knew all the cops. We knew all the cops and they knew us. Mm-hmm. We got pulled over all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Hey, you know, they pull you over in the middle of the night. You're out driving around with three or four of your buddies in the car. Where are you going? Shouldn't you be home? I know who your father is. Why don't you get your butt home? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, don't tell me it's a color thing. It's a cop thing. Right. And that's okay. Uh, the disrespect is, is tremendous. You know, we had the, the talk, you're right. Uh, parents, teachers, cops would tell us, Hey, listen, you're going to get pulled over just the way it is. When you get pulled over, you pull to the side of the road, you put your hazard flashers on, you put the interior light on. If it's dark outside, you unroll all of the windows on the officer's side so he can see in, you keep your hands where they can see you. It's yes, sir. No, sir. And you move real slow. You tell the officer everything you're doing before you do it. Because it just is what it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're somehow we missed all that. We're, we're missing it. I, I agree. I you know, agree. And, and what part of looting the Walmart makes up for a guy attacking two cops with a knife that happened to get shot? Hmm, that sucks. I, I, I would go one step further. I think it, it's, it's, it's poor, it's, it's poor teaching, poor, uh, example setting. You know, they're, they're not learning the, the, pro, the, the proper way to talk to people or how to treat people. I mean, these are things that are foreign to me. Uh, and I'm, I know it's foreign to you. Uh, I would never think of calling someone, you know, half the words that are coming out of these people's mouths. Um, and there's a lack of respect. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that without any respect, respect for yourself and respect for others, 
this is where it's going. And now you have uh, Antifa-sponsored um, and, and BLM, Inc.-sponsored riots and people just going out there and being hoodlums and feeling that things are owed to them because everyone is, is treating them badly. And these are not, these don't fall in line with systemic racism. Just, you know, the theory is, is that you're, you're supposed to, you know, the whole system's against everyone and that's crap. It's baloney. Don't believe it for one second. It's, it's, um, important to understand that there's no policy set by the government that says we will discriminate against you because you uh, are of a certain color or a certain well, I, persuasion. It's well, just the only, it's ridiculous. Well, the only thing that I see the government doing apparently is if you're a politician, you mm -hmm. can do whatever the hell you want to do. But if you're just average working Joe, we are going to put the wood to you and we're going to keep punishing you until you're bankrupt. Hmm. Okay, so I got some problems here. Mm -hmm. And this whole Biden thing that's going on right now with the influence peddling and the buying of this, that, and the other thing, and the millions of dollars, and the screwing around with you know, foreign governments and, and peddling influence and being on the payroll of a, a hostile foreign power. And you are a hair's breadth away from becoming president of the United States. And you've been a U.S. senator for 47 years, and you were the vice president for eight years. Scares the ever-living hell out of me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're just two regular guys, right? Yep. And and our listeners, um, for the most part, I would guarantee you, are just, just like you and I, right? Mm -hmm. Just regular folk. We go to work every day. We come home at night. We're, we're happy to put food on the table. And we we enjoy what little free time and money that we have the way we want to do it. And... You get these asshats, mm. pardon the French, get elected. They spend a career in Washington, D.C., making a fortune by hook or by crook, mm -hmm. putting it away in foreign bank accounts, undeclared income, money laundering, selling themselves to the highest bidder. The IRS never comes calling. We make a simple mistake on our taxes, and we're screwed. Yep. So... There is a little bit of something to the system is rigged against people, but not in the way that these people think that are out there burning things down in the street. If you want to burn some shit down in the street, pardon my French, this is going to be a little salty. If you want to burn some stuff down in the street, what is going on with Joe Biden and Spygate and all of this crap that these government elites have pulled over the last eight to 12 years hmm. is reason enough to really lose your mind. I'm not advocating violence. We don't do that. Right. But, but that is justification in my mind to be really pissed. Mm -hmm. And the only way to, to remedy that is to make sure we vote and, and get out there and vote and, and, don't sit this one out. Don't listen to the hype. Uh, and don't listen to the polls either because the polls aren't, you know, they're, they're gaslighting every, everywhere. Um, and the press needs to be held to account. There's really got to be an adjustment in, in the way the press is, is, is uh, working out uh, in terms of uh, this 24-hour news cycle and, and, the, and the amount of nonsense they're spewing out. 
you know, Facebook I, and Twitter and everything. I mean, it's just, I, I got rid of my Twitter account. I got rid of uh, Facebook. And right. we, I went to Parler because I'm not getting throttled. And my information is not being throttled, and I kind of like it, <laughs> you know. It's well, I think I think the days of the Bravo. I think I think mm-hmm. you're onto something. But let's take it a step further. I think we mm-hmm. should really take it a step further. I think the days of organized mainstream media are over. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. They have proven themselves to be nothing more than a propaganda arm for the Democrat Party mm-hmm. or the Chinese Communist Party for a very very long time. Yep. Um, it's really sick and disgusting. You have people out there like you and me, but you know, much more professional, much more well put together that really know what they're doing. And we're mm-hmm. just, we're just a couple of guys that, that decided on a Wednesday afternoon to do a podcast. Okay. We don't know anything. Mm-hmm. These people make it their living to be citizen journalists mm-hmm. and they are reporting the tough stories and, and the stuff that's really impactful out there. The mainstream ABS, CB. Uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, MSDNC, and mm-hmm. CNBC, and all these high-end CNN and these these high-end companies, Al Jazeera amongst them, all of them, they're not reporting on the news. They're not reporting on, on, on things that impact your life other than mm-hmm. what's in the Democrat narrative. Like mm-hmm. the only two news outlets out there that are decent are one America news and Newsmax. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're both pretty good. Fox news is. I don't know. They're kind of, it, it's, it. it's okay. It's yeah. not, it's not great. Okay. You got guys like Tucker. Oh, he's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You got judge Janine Pirro. Tells it like it is. These are opinion people, though. These aren't mm-hmm. hard news people. We don't have hard news people anymore in this country. I will say, though, there is, you know, and again, we're we're doing this as uh, observers, uh, citizen reporters, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm commentators. Commentators. We're, we're right. commentators. We're, right. We don't we don't report on the We we report on things that are out there and we talk about things that are out there. We have commentary on maybe things that aren't in the mainstream news that should be. Mm-hmm. We try to bring that out more, you know, right. to give it a voice. Um, from not- uh, from our point of view, you know, to average guys, again, we, we're not putting ourselves out there. We're not doing this for anything else but to just make sure that we, we get out there, uh, get the information out so you can decide. Um, and we, we do this because we want to make sure that we are exercising our first amendment rights. Uh, well, I'll tell you why I do it. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. I'm sick of the bull. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely tired of being spoon fed a narrative from the mainstream media. I'm absolutely tired of listening to people that listen to the mainstream media and they don't really gather news from any other source. I, you cannot believe the number of people that actually believe that, bullshit story that Russia was on Trump's side and helped get him elected. To this day, it's been disproven a zillion different ways from Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a bigger problem here. Mm -hmm. Number one, we would not have a guy running for president with the, with the baggage that this guy apparently has. If we had a real media 
right. in this country. Number one. Number mm-hmm. two, if we had a justice department and an FBI that was worth a shit, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, I agree. But it's also a perception on the part of the people that are, are watching this or consuming it. And perception is one owns uh, one, one own uh, person's own truth or the way they see things through their own eyes. And you can, you can try to convince someone till they're blue in the face. Like, let's say they, they think the sky's purple and that's their perception. They look up in the sky and they say, Hey, the sky's purple. And then you say, Hey, you know, really it's, it's blue. I mean, if you think about it and the wavelengths of the light, you try to use all these facts to say that, Hey, the sky's blue. People are going to say, Nope, the sky's purple. You can't change your mind. Perception is, is, based upon the way they see the world, they meaning the other people that that cannot be changed, their minds can't be changed, or they're not willing to have their minds changed. Well, and, and another thing I'm going to add to that also, you can't change somebody's mind who's been gaslit, mm-hmm. and they believe it. Um, the gaslighting is, 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 I've never seen anything like it before in my life. So it also shows that information is still one way, you know, and, and we got together and we, you know, we, like I said, we, we, we would be on the telephone talking about right. um, what's going on in the world. And we would sit there and talk amongst ourselves. And we said to ourselves, if anyone wants to listen to us, great. If it doesn't, we're not, we're not doing this for the money. We're no. not doing this for it. We're doing this to help kind of be observers, uh, be, and do our, our patriotic duty to, get the word out and let the people that hear us decide. And our podcast is growing uh, slowly, but it's growing. Right. And we have videos that kind of uh, mirror that, that discussion that we have about the certain things that we're seeing. And it's, it's, it's doing, it's doing more than I ever thought. And, 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 and it's pleasantly surprising. Well, it really is surprising when you start looking at the numbers of people that are actually taking the time to listen to us. And I think it's great. Um, The problem is, again, you have people that are listening to like the Rachel Maddow's of the world, Mm -hmm. Adam Schiff, uh, all of these people. Who's a congressman, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's a congressman. He's terrible. He's a horrible human being. Uh, he's probably dirty and disgusting and filthy swamp creature, just like Joe Biden mm-hmm. and Nancy Pelosi. She's, she's the worst of the worst. Any idiot that would tear up the state of the union address to make a show of things is a classless piece of trash and she needs to be gone. Yep. You don't do that. Okay. And everybody wonders, well, Trump is, you know, cheap in the narrative made it hostile. There is nothing more hostile than a Democrat leader of the Congress that tears up the State of the Union address in front of God and everybody. And to add to that, not only did she tear up the the State of the Union address, she has been vile, disrespectful, and untruthful, untruthful, and has not done anything for the people in her in her uh, district, let alone the rest of the country, because she runs the agenda in the House of Representatives. She sets what gets voted on. She will allow something to get brought to the floor. Meanwhile, 
this this COOF pandemic that's been going on way too long. We're in what day now of flattening the curve? Uh, someone help me out here. How long? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but she's not, she is not putting out anything. There's a bill, there's a bill that's like sitting in the House of Representatives right now that needs to be passed so that people can continue to get the PPP funds that they need so that they can keep the businesses alive. Because what this is looking like right now is, is something that is, I can't believe it's happening in this country. You know, we can get into that an hour later. It's up to you, but (laughs) you know, we talk about this on our podcast all the time. We, this, this pandemic. Okay. Enough already. (laughs) Okay. Enough. It's, 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 you know, the, is is the economy worth it? When are, when are we as, as people allowed to assess the risk and make decisions for ourselves about how much risk we're willing to take? Why does it have to be dictated to us by some bureaucrat? Good question. I want a really good question. You know, uh, and everybody needs to understand uh, something. I, I, I may be conservative, right? I, I'm, I'm conservative, but I'm, I'm, I'm very much libertarian. Okay. You go do you, I'll do me. And if we have a disagreement about how we're doing something, then we're going to have to discuss it and talk about it and work it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, here's the problem. It seems to me that government has become something it was never meant to be. It's gotten too big. It's too powerful. It's all-encompassing, all-engrossing. That government, these these public servants, forget that they're public servants, especially the Democrats. They use their offices to line their pockets to get wealthy as hell, and then they try to run your life and tell you what's best for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember back a long time ago when we sent the greatest breakup letter uh, to King George that was ever written. We're heading there again. Mm-hmm. They put a tax on our bref- breakfast beverage and we shot them in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a true story. Right? I know. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm laughing. It what, happened, what happened to the rugged individualism of this country? And being proud to be an individual, to have the God-given rights, not the government-given rights, the God-given right, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, bear arms, protect your family, you can vote, you can do all these great things. You know, those are God-given rights. To choose your destiny, these people are trying to choose it for you. It's disgusting. And tell you how to live and tell you how to act. And tell you all kinds of things that just go against every fiber of my being, and I refuse to to, to allow it to happen anymore. Um, and it even comes down to the fact that when you have uh, convenience of uh, certain people who wear the mask or don't wear the mask or do this, oh my God, the numbers are coming up. They tell you half a story. It doesn't make any sense. You, we can go on and on all night. All I can tell you is we this, this election that's going on right now is also a referendum 
to to government overall. It's not just about the president. It's about how do you feel about certain people deciding to run your life, tell you how to act, tell you how to breathe, tell you how to move, tell you when you can come out of your house versus the other, the few people that have been on your side, allowing you to make those decisions and allowing you to the pursuit of happiness and life and liberty. And that to me is where this is all going. Well, this is tyranny period, mm-hmm. full stop. I mean, this yep. is just tyranny. This was, this was a, an experiment launched by the Democrats and the Chinese communist party to see how easy it would be to control a population, the size of the United States. And I would have to say it's been a fairly successful adventure for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've talked about it on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm just concerned about, uh, I'm just concerned as mm-hmm. a law abiding human being. Um, I'm just concerned. What, where's the breaking point? Uh, now that's, that's scary. <laughs> well, we're getting there. Uh, right. that's the really scary part of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At what point do the Patriots in this country push back and how do they do that? Mm. That's, that's a scary thought. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, look, you know, look, we could we could drone on about this all night long. Uh, we thought we'd just get on here, jump on live a little bit, and rant a little bit. So totally unscripted. There's no there's no agenda here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just things that we want to talk about, things that were on my mind mm-hmm. and uh, Bravo's mind. You know, look, we're Americans. We've been through a lot. We come together in the tough times. We've survived worse. Everybody thinks that Donald Trump being president, a lot of people think that it's the end of the world and da, 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 da. that's the narrative that's being pushed. No, that's absolutely wrong. We survived two world wars. We survived a civil war. We survived a revolutionary war and we won that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can survive anything if we just stop being Republicans and Democrats and partisans and we just start thinking of ourselves as Americans of the same heritage. We came here to be free, to live our lives with the least amount of governmental tampering and interference possible. And all we have to do is learn to be respectful of one another, respect everybody's views, and not get violent about it. Hmm. And use some damn common sense. Mm-hmm. Don't go after cops with knives. You're probably going to get shot. I think you give up your rights to living if you go after a cop with, uh, you know, with ill intent. Well, I think that you give yeah. up your, li- your right to life when you uh, go after anybody and you try to harm them. Right. Um, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you stop being a human being and you start being a piece of meat when you intend harm on somebody to kill them. And that's just the way it is. So look, and that being said, I'm, I'm done. I got nothing else. I'm just mad. Hmm. Well, I can offer you this, um, you know, with, uh, the, uh, confirmation of, uh, justice, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, now going on to the to the bench. Um, if you listen again, press press has one narrative. We're all it's the end of your health care. It's the end of this. Oh, they're gonna so, win, they're gonna impeach her already. They're gonna impeach her. Uh, all right, look, um, you can try 
you're not going to get anywhere with it. That's number one because you need the Senate to to you know vote her out, which is not going to happen. Um, but I can tell you this: it's the beginning. Uh, 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 I was watching Dr. Steve Turley. He was talking about how this is a new age of conservatism, conservatism, and what what we see now is the court back in the in the fifties. That was the last time it was a conservative court. Uh, or meaning um, justices that interpreted the the Constitution as written, um, where you now have— That would be called originalism. That's correct. Um, and then uh, in, in it was hijacked, and, and then you started getting uh, precedents uh, set by decisions like Roe versus Wade. Um, uh, you had— um, uh, precedent set, uh, you know, uh, uh, numbers of uh, people that sh- should get a job because of the color of their skin or whatever. You know, th- these precedents just start coming down, and, and just it was it was lawmaking from the bench, and that age is finally over, and and we can now finally take a breath and say, ah, except. If we don't elect, we don't keep the Senate, and we don't keep uh, President Trump in the, in the White House, you're going to see a bunch of court-packing nonsense and a whole bunch of other garbage because they want to undo it. We have taken away their avenue to be able to uh, run their agenda because they can't get it voted in because no one wants it. Well, their policies are so yeah. crazy and so far wacko, they can't get anything through the government, but they do get it through the courts. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's over. And anybody that doubts that Donald Trump is a true conservative, look at the number of judges he has put on the bench. Over 300 mm-hmm. conservative just, judges, originalists. And, right, originalists, and not not just the Supreme Court that now has three uh, uh, Trump-appointed justices. Oh, the Ninth Circus is, right. is flipped. Right, it's not a circus anymore. <laughs> it's a real court. Right. And, and it's, it's just unbelievable. Well, look, I guess there's, there, there are a couple of things out there. We can, we can hold out hope for everything to turn out well. And mm-hmm. I, and I think things will, um, then again, we'll have to see. I've got a friend of mine who, uh, lives out in, uh, California out in Beverly Hills. That's where he landed and, and he's done very well in business. He just sent me a text and, they're actually bracing for some serious, serious problems in Beverly Hills. He's a business owner on Rodeo Drive, believe it or not. Mm. Uh, pretty famous guy out there. Um, they're boarding up. They're getting ready for riots. They got some big-ass problems out there, and I just want that shit to stop. It's enough mm-hmm. already. It's destructive. Uh, it's It serves no good purpose. No, and again, when is when will the people that are living in these areas – Turn to the city hall and say, "Stop this from happening," um, or maybe maybe the president will start deputizing, federally deputizing the police, so that they can do their jobs and stop this from happening. I think that's probably one of the better solutions in 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 quelling this violence. You know, not sending in, you know, not using the Insurrection Act and sending in military uh, forces into cities, but deputize police. Give them the give them federal power, and and tell them to knock this crap off. And uh, I I gotta tell you, 
that not not that there's an election anymore, you know, because we're right in the middle of it. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty. Well, in, in there, there, lot, well, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And and the part that really scares me the most, and and everybody should be afraid of this. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that think a little bit more like we do than everybody wants to imagine. There's a lot of people out there that have had enough of this crap. There's a lot of people out there that are military veterans that have actually done violence. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do violence. They've seen it. But I'll tell you what, if this crap continues and these people are threatened enough and their cities are threatened enough, I'm really worried about what they can do. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see that. Because the police, if they were smart, they'd be like, yeah, we're going home now. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to sit this out. And we're going to, we'll come clean this shit up tomorrow morning. Right? Mm -hmm. It would be over so fast and it would be horrible. Nobody wants to see it. Everybody better put on their thinking caps and really knock this crap off. Mm -hmm. Or that could be a possibility. There are militias forming all over the country. And I'm not saying I'm for or against it. I'm just saying Americans are going to American mm -hmm. and Americans are fighters. We're fighters. We were born to fight. We fought, we fought, we fight every chance we get every foreign country in the world that we go to. They're like, Oh Jesus, Americans, they like to fight. Yes, we do. We like to fight. We were born to fight. We were born for the fight. And if you stimulate us the wrong way, you're going to get that fight. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that fight. Right. So everybody better just take a deep breath calm down before this crap gets out of hand and you start something you can't finish. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, I'm seeing again, the lines for elections, the amount of enthusiasm that, that is for the president. You have, you, you know, it's amazing how Biden put a lid on his campaign again. And how many days are we six days away? Yeah. And, and we're and he's not doing any campaigning. Um, or I guess the real reason, in my opinion, is this. You have people that are lining up the streets outside of his his gathering of two people or three people, and they're all waving Trump signs, and they're, they're honking their horns. And you have uh, Joe Biden calling uh, a majority of the people Trumps. And that goes along with deplorables from Hillary, and um, behind, uh, uh, Obama, um, who, who told uh, everyone in the mid, the middle of the country, flyover country, uh, hold on to their guns. Yeah, you're, and their bitter, you're, you're bitterly clinging to your guns and Bibles. You know what? Look, he set the tone for this crap mm -hmm. many years ago. And Donald Trump, you know, he's no angel, right? Right. The guy gets in there and they attack him from day one. What's a guy like Trump going to do? He's not going to lay down and take it. I don't want a president that's going to lay down and get run over in the middle of the street. I want a guy that stands up and says, you know what? Enough of this shit. Mm -hmm. You're not going to treat me like that. There's no reason to treat me like that. And you, you've been a scumbag for 47 years. And you over here, you've been a career politician. You've done squat. You've done nothing except run your gums. And you're an amateur. And he was absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Everyone says, oh, he's mean. He tweets mean things. You know what? Shut up. Grow a backbone. <laughs> 
the shoe you've been, fits where you you've know? been lied I mean, you've been lied yeah. to for the last eight years before this president absolutely just gaslit exactly into, into believing it so i'm i'm getting heated uh, i gotta go to bed <laughs> well, well uh, i'd like to thank uh, i'd like to thank those who joined us on uh, youtube here uh this is a yeah. first for us we appreciate it uh, you can also find us on uh, Parlor. We're at Signal 15 Podcast. I'm at um, Bravo Golf 59 or 2. And uh, Alpha Sierra 288 is my co host. We are two average Americans uh, not wanting any notoriety. Uh, we just want to get the word out and say, hey, we all can think for ourselves. If, and if Alpha and I can do this, you can definitely do this and be part of the conversation. Sit at the table and and have uh, have a rational discussion and make your, up your own minds. And that's what we do. We have a podcast that is on um, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Rumble. Uh, we're on Rumble. Our videos are over there also. Right. Um, we don't see any comments th- flowing in. Uh, we don't do this for the money. Uh, we're just doing this to get the word out because – we want we we're very happy and proud to be part of this country. We've served that's right um, as as uh, public service uh, members as volunteers. Uh, we have seen things that we don't really like to talk about, but we do uh, want to get the word out that America is a great place. We're proud to be here, and we're not going to sit down and take it uh, when people start gaslighting and telling lies about what's what's happening in this country that's right i mean th- there are some really good people in this country and i got to be honest with you from both sides of the aisle there are good people mm-hmm. to be found everywhere yep. and what's really disgusting is the good and reasonable voices are getting squashed by the unreasonable and i i really miss the days of having a, a candidate on the other side of the aisle that I could look at their platform. I could listen to what they were saying and say, you know, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I, I, I don't agree with the nuance and I don't agree with, with everything that you're saying. There are some elements of reasonable in there, but we're, we're, we're so far past that. We are so far past reasonable. It's just, it's disgusting. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that Donald Trump, has been a very reasonable president. Mm-hmm. He's not done anything crazy. He nope. hasn't given $152 billion to Iran, has he? No. That was pretty crazy. And on that note, I'm going to let it go, and I'm going to say goodnight. Please join us over on Parlor and catch us on Rumble. Uh, appreciate it. And visit our affiliate, uh, POFUSA, POF-USA.com, makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles anywhere in the world. I'd put them up against an HK-416, and that's no faint praise. Uh, go over POF-USA.com, made in America, for Americans, by Americans, for Patriots, by Patriots, always. Thanks a lot for joining us. I appreciate it. Uh, on behalf of Bravo and myself, Get out there and exercise your constitutional right to vote. Exercise the franchise. Get out there and go vote your conscience. We hope it's Republican, but if it isn't, you know what? Fair enough. Go out there and vote. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Bye-bye.